Hello, this is Daryl Castle with today's Castle Report. Today is Friday, January 31st, 2020. And on this report, I will be talking about China, the United States, the Wuhan flu, and how they seem to relate in today's world. Please keep in mind that this story changes daily, hourly, sometimes even minute by minute. So by the time you hear it, the numbers will already have changed. Please keep in mind as well that I'm not a doctor or scientist. But I can read. I can read what those people write. I can listen to what they say. I can read and therefore can read the reports of people who live or have recently lived in China. I can read the reports of the CDC, that's the Center for Disease Control, and other health agencies. I can call people in government or the military that I know personally who have spent part of their careers working with China. Finally, I can talk to neighbors who are of Chinese descent and who are traveling in Asia right now from all these things. I can draw conclusions, form opinions, which I can then relate to you. The strain of coronavirus that has come to be known as Wuhan flu, which has frightened the world, sent the world stock markets teetering, plunging downward, apparently originated in the city of Wuhan in China. That's the story we're told anyway. You know that China considers this new flu strain serious because the Lunar New Year, China's most important celebration, was canceled. In addition, Disneyland China is closed. Airports closed. 14 cities quarantined with no one allowed in or out. 48 million people travel restricted. Every province in China now has some infection. Foreign nationals are being evacuated from quarantine cities to their home countries. I saw a video of an airliner filled with Americans returning from China. They were taken from the tarmac in California by people in hazmat suits to be quarantined. News reports tell us that the virus likely started in a local fresh meat market in Wuhan. That market apparently sells normal meat that Westerners would be used to, but also sells wild animals such as snakes and bats. Yes, yes, folks, apparently people sometimes eat bats. The virus, the story goes, originated most likely in snakes or bats, and those snakes or bats in the meat market were then able to infect humans who ingested the virus. That's basically the explanation coming out of China. It's what we are supposed to believe. From that one case, one meat market in Wuhan, China, the virus has spread around the world. The first case, or patient zero, as the CDC would call him, was traced back to December 10th, but it wasn't admitted by Chinese authorities until January 10th. They then admitted that they had a new strain on their hands, and 41 people were sick. Ultimately, those 41 hospitalized people were studied to get a fatality record, and 15% of them died. As of this recording, 10,000 people are infected, and 213 of them have died. That month's delay, according to the CDC, was very critical and allowed the virus to break out in populations around the world. From the west coast of the United States to Europe to the Middle East cases, are being reported people are infected. The CDC and other international health agencies say that if they are allowed into China to help 
which probably means let us take over the investigation, the battle. They could probably still control it. The Chinese seem reluctant, however, will only allow them to help from a distance. Within two weeks from the date the disease was publicly identified, 600 people around the world were infected. Several had already died. No border inspections stopped the virus. No border inspections prevented the virus from boarding an airplane and flying all over the world, including the United States, according to the University of Hong Kong Laboratory of Emerging Infectious Diseases. The Chinese government didn't act quickly enough to stop the disease from spreading, so the questions about all this are numerous, but the answers are few. Is this a new virus, a real threat to humanity, or just another overhyped media event? Is it worse than SARS, worse than the Black Death, the Spanish flu, and other global disasters, or is it much ado about nothing? I learned something about the SARS virus a few years ago because I had a client who had contacted SARS through her job, at least that's what we alleged. So I had to learn something about the virus, about how it worked and how it spread. We know for certain that the Spanish flu epidemic killed an estimated 18 million people. During the four years of World War I, Wuhan flu is actually worse than SARS right now, with a higher total infection rate, higher number of deaths. I learned that viruses are quasi-living organisms that reproduce by replacing a cell's DNA with their own. Coronavirus refers to a family of viruses, including Wuhan and SARS, which have a distinctive genetic structure. There are many strains of coronavirus, many of which have evolved or mutated to be able to infect other species, including humans. There was once a barrier, or at least I thought there was, that prevented transmission of viral disease pathogens existing in animals from infecting humans. What happened to allow the virus to cross the animal-to-human barrier? Your guess is as good as mine, but I'm sure there are scientists who can explain it. Question number two, then, is why the Chinese would allow this potential disaster to get out of hand, to escape into the world before they did something to contain it. Fortunately, that question is much easier to answer than the previous one. The government of China is completely authoritarian, completely corrupt in such governments, especially with the societal mindset of China. The government would not want to be seen as weak and incompetent, so the utmost secrecy would be enforced until it was impossible to contain the news of the disease. China is huge, but also, in one sense, modern. Because of manufacturing in the cities and the resulting accumulation of foreign currency reserves. In other words, perhaps the most important ways regarding the virus, China is just an extremely large, highly populated third world country. Public health conditions, public sanitation in the cities is not close to Western standards. There is no government agency which regulates food for sale to the public, including the sale of wild animals. Therefore, we cannot look for truth to come from China, nor can we expect it to come from American business doing business with China. Several American airlines have canceled flights to China. The U.S. State Department has issued a travel advisory which has now expanded to all of China. Why is there no temporary ban on immigration from China until the virus is contained? Only the government seems to know the answer for sure. Is it possible to believe the statements of any government anywhere? Probably not. 
because they lie about everything. Nothing they say or do can be trusted. The Chinese government is at least unburdened by the bureaucratic snafus and blockages that American companies have. Apple can make a million iPhones in China while in America. They would still be seeking permission. The same can be said for transportation projects such as high-speed rail. On the other hand, diseases that threaten the global population rarely break out from public markets in the United States. Believe it or not, there are people who believe that this virus did not originate in snakes or some other wild animal species, but in a bioweapons lab. It just so happens that a bioweapons research facility, and you can call that a lab, exists just 20 miles from where the first case happened. Just a coincidence, probably. Yes, it's probably just a coincidence. A similar coincidence occurred a few years ago when the pathogen that causes Lyme disease jumped from deer ticks to humans. Just a simple coincidence that across the river from the first case was a bioweapons lab. Could the reason that the Chinese authorities are arresting people without masks, quarantining those with sniffles, could that reason be that they know something we don't? Perhaps they know that this virus is far worse then they're willing to admit, could it be that the virus was stolen abroad and then weaponized in a Chinese lab through airborne infection, and that they have unleashed something that scares them? Some people obviously know whether my speculation is true or not, but they are not speaking. Could this speculation be the reason the World Health Organization just declared a worldwide public health emergency? I mean, it's a little early for that, isn't it? unless they know something we don't, that is. The WHO declaration will have an immediate effect on travel, on tourism, on many other economic factors. People who do that kind of work, mad scientists, I mean, I suppose one could call them that. They write that developing a pathogen from animal tissue that can jump to humans is easy. The hard part is enabling disease to be transmitted airborne. If a deer tick actually has to bite someone, then transmission time will be too slow to satisfy a mad scientist. You don't want the incubation period to be too fast either because the disease would kill a few people, then burn out as in Ebola. The Wuhan flu, on the other hand, has the perfect incubation period for transmission, about two weeks. So its victims could have traveled anywhere in the world infected thousands of people before the host even knew he was sick. How does one engineer a deadly pathogen to become transmissible airborne so that it can be transmitted just by breathing? One person could theoretically infect thousands by flying on an airplane, passing through busy transportation hubs where people from all over the world travel to their home cities. The mad scientist takes the pathogen, the virus, and he somehow attaches it to the virus causing the common cold is transmitted with the cold, so at first the victim thinks he only has a cold. Am I saying that the Wuhan flu is deliberately created by a weapon which accidentally or deliberately escaped from a lab? No, I'm not saying that at all. I have no information to lead me to that conclusion except, of course, coincidence. I am saying that when a group of mad scientists start messing around with bioweapons, it creates a perfect environment for a fatal coincidence. I'm also saying that the number of cases being reported from China are probably significantly underreported. That's just the nature of authoritarian government. 
At the time of this recording, Chinese authorities are reporting 10,000 cases, 213 dead. That's just in China. Nations around the world are cutting off air service with China, restricting immigration. That combined with falling rates of trade, crashing orders for goods will tend to make China more forthcoming. One can feel panic starting to set in as various national governments start to realize what this virus is. They have most likely been told the truth, but they would never pass the truth on to us because that's just not in their nature. This virus is deadly because it's one of the first, it's one of first impression. That means it's as if it were dropped on us from another planet so no one has any immunity to it. According to the New York Times, China's population, like never before, has started to openly complain about the way they're being handled. They have stopped self-censoring their speech online and in public. They are worried, in other words, worried their willingness to speak is making it difficult for China to control the narrative of what's really happening. Public outrage has been fueled by the cancellation of the Lunar New Year holiday. Face masks are common on the street all over Asia, especially so in China. One doctor I read said the pollution in Chinese cities denies sunlight, thus promoting infection and reducing immunity. Masks are sold out in much of the United States, although many doctors think they are ineffective at stopping a microscopic organism, except possibly by stopping saliva, which, however, people on the streets in China without masks are being arrested. That shows a level of concern because they know what they're dealing with. On the pharma- pharmaceutical front, what about a vaccine to stop the virus? Johnson & Johnson says, it right on, says they're right on top of it. They can probably have an effective vaccine in about a year. Of course, the virus will probably burn itself out in a month, and when J&J's vaccine is ready... In a year, everyone will be ordered to take a useless vaccine for which Johnson & Johnson will make billions. On the other hand, many agencies such as CDC are also working on the vaccine. Some people say they're working around the clock. Think about what we're told about this virus, about viruses in general. That is, that this virus infected humans through a very rapid mutation. It's apparently very smart, mutates constantly to spread and avoid destruction. How could a vaccine that is not available for a year possibly stop a virus that has mutated hundreds or even thousands of times since then? Governments must tell us something in order to fool us into keeping the power addicted to power. Governments, especially authoritarian authoritarian ones, as in China, would not want a billion people charging down to the capital with pitchforks and axes. The people must be placated. So the desire to revolt and escape the plantation is not allowed to grow. The coronavirus, the Wuhan flu, is therefore a threat to government power around the world. It's a threat to the government's ability to keep order. It's a threat to the international economies and markets that feed business and tax rolls. Finally, folks, is the Wuhan flu a threat to humanity or just much ado about nothing? I know that it's something. I hope and pray that it's not very much. At least that's the way I see it. Till next time, folks, this is Daryl Castle. Thanks for listening.